Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Making Stuff Better podcast, where we aim to share knowledge and learning and spark curiosity in improving the health and care experienced by the people of Leeds. This is within the context of local care partnerships, which is the term used in Leeds to describe our model of joined up working to deliver local care for local people. Local care partnerships recognise that decisions made locally about people should involve the local community. Local care partnerships cover the whole of Leeds, one for every person, and build on the strengths and extensive history of collaboration in the city to realise some of the most exciting, person-centred transformations in health and care. Each local care partnership includes statutory organisations such as Leeds Community Health Care Trust, General Practice and the Leeds and York Partnership Foundation Trust. They also include representation from the third sector and community groups, elected members, alongside local people and tailored to the local need and the features of that particular community. But why should we do this? Well, it's the right thing to do. George Winder, a GP at Oakwood Lane Surgery, wants to make the easiest thing the right thing to do. This isn't always about creating new services. This is very much about identifying and working with the community assets that we find across the city, recognising that the population of each local care partnership is different and requires different ways to tackle health inequalities and the impact of the wider social determinants on the people in that place. This podcast will aim to hear from a diverse range of voices from across the city and we will explore why our guests are working in and with their communities. My name is Graham Hyde and I am the host of this podcast. Hello and in this episode of the Making Stuff Better podcast we welcome Martin Lee from Active Leads. So welcome Martin. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. All right. Um, and first of all, could you tell us a little bit about Active Leads and your role within Active Leads and actually uh, what makes you get out of bed? Okay, so um, Active Leads. Active Leads is um, a part of Leeds City Council. Uh, it used to be called um, Sport and Active Lifestyles or Leisure Services if you go back uh, a long way. Uh, we're split, in, split into two uh, teams. One delivers the leisure centre programme across the city, and that's very much around swimming and fitness and, you know, general access for people and things. Um, hubs of the community, really, to be fair, mm-hmm. if you think about children's swimming lessons and, you know, and, and getting people active and things. And then uh, the team that I um, work in is the development department. Yeah. So we're here to develop physical activity, um, sport, uh, to a certain extent as well um, and, and we we work more within the community settings rather than in the um, and, and on campaigns and things rather than the leisure centres um, but we do link up um, certainly from you know from our point of view we work with many partners including Sport England, okay. um, uh, UK Active, uh, LCPs funnily enough um, yeah and, and yeah just a broad cross-section of community organisations. Um, when it comes to my role, I'm the health program manager. So mm-hmm. I uh, manage and support, um, you know, basically people with health conditions, uh, either prevent them from um, getting health conditions or support people when they've got health conditions, mainly older people. Um, 
my link back to the LCPs comes from the population health management work mm-hmm. and very much around frailer older adults. Yeah. But we link with, yeah, you know, my team supports, you know, community organisations to build capacity so people can get, you know, physically active. And when I mean physically active, it can mean literally getting out of a chair, yeah. making a cup of tea, you know, walking around the garden, you know. Um, so very much around, you know, low level from doing nothing into mm-hmm. doing something. Yeah. And why do I get out of bed on a morning? My my role <laughs> basically um, is different every single day. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my team, you know, do engage with people practically. So yeah, they're actually seeing the difference that they make and what makes me, you know, get out of bed. The, the thing that you know, motivates me most is we, you know, we make people's lives better. Um, we have had people, you know, that have come to us in all sorts of states, in all sorts of, you know, physical, um, you know, with physical issues, mental issues, things like that. And if we can make their day just a little bit better, we can, you know, make them, you know, a bit happier. You know, if we can change their lives for the positive, mm-hmm. that gets me out of bed every, you know, you know, every single day. Fantastic. I like the fact that you've said that every day is different. And, and that's certainly what what my experience of working in Leeds is that you, you're never quite sure what's going to happen. But it's always genuinely it's always really good. Um, so that's that's good. And how do you so you have these you you, you were describing about working in communities and you're working on different campaigns. So could you tell us a little bit a little bit more about that so you know what sort of community work have you been doing recently um and how do how do people um find find out about your campaigns or you know what how do you do you go out and find them in a proactive way or you know what's that method of you know without using the word referral um how do people find you we i mean when we the campaigns that we deliver and and there's a, there's there's three major campaigns at the moment um, that we're sort of involved in. Uh, two are Sport England funded. One is um, this this girl can or Leeds girls can, as we call it. Yeah. The other one is the We Are Undefeatable, which is for people with long term health conditions, and you know we support that. Uh, and then the other one is has literally just been launched. It's called Love Yourself. Mm-hmm. And all all three um, have come about through very very different mechanisms. So. I'll take you love yourself as an example that uses, um, you know, um, market segmentation locally. We work out, you know, where we can make the most impact. Um, we, we look at some of the data that's co- that comes through from you know the observatory and various sources. Yeah. Um, and what we decided after COVID, what, what was the one thing that linked everything together for us was good mental well-being. What okay. that. So we don't talk about physical activity or weight loss or any of the, out, you know, some of the outputs and outcomes that we talk about. What we really focus on with Love Yourself, and it can, it's a very broad, um, you know, a very broad topic really, is very much is, you know, good mental well-being. You know, mm-hmm. can you, do you feel more self-confident? Can, can we raise your, you know, your, your confidence levels? Um and physical activity can do that. And that's a gateway behaviour for potentially other behaviours that people would you know, would want to do. Sure. So very much we target that. That's a very broad brush for us. But it, it basically shows active leads as, you know, it's not just about the physical. It's not about people coming and being body beautiful in our facilities or in our community groups or in our parks and things. It's normal people 
the reason they they are active is because it improves their mental well-being and then there's benefits from that when it comes to Leeds girls can and um we are undefeatable um sport england work very closely with um nhs england with public health england they've done all the insights um and understanding you know exactly what makes you know what makes people tick uh, and they come up with most of the assets um but Leeds has been chosen because it um, basically and, and there's other parts of the country because of the underrepresentation of, of female participation with regarding mm-hmm. uh, Leeds girls can um so again it's about ensuring you know you know having activities that you know females of all ages can get involved in uh, culturally sensitive in certain time you know sometimes as well you know that's available for people and yeah. you know it's 50 percent of the population <laughs> so it's a big yeah. target audience you know and you know it's about social norms so it's about you know people can get sweaty you know people don't you know i think for me and especially with female participation and me being a bit older um a lot of it a lot of people's experiences go back to school Absolutely. And I remember, and I remember school sport and and the and the amount of you know um, girls that I went to school with who didn't participate in any of the activities because of lots of different things, yeah. but it's because they didn't feel that they fit in yeah. or they weren't the right body shape, or in a lot of the times the actual clothing that they wore was horrendous, you know, mm. and you know the boys didn't have that, you know. Mm. Um, so again, you know, this girl can address some of those, making things normal. It's fine to be sweaty. You know, it's fine to play contact sports. It's fine to, you know, it's fine to do what you want to do. And it doesn't matter which age either. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's all ages. It's, it's everyone in, you know, and that's a, very, a big social movement. And, 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 you know, I think not just Leeds, but the whole country has done very well to get behind that particular campaign. Yeah. We are undefeatable. Um, that uses the 14 Richmond char- charities. So people, for example, like uh, Macmillan, there's yeah. a British Lung Foundation, you know. So the insight has been taken for that campaign from those. Um, and it's very much people, it uses the concept of people like me. So they've, they've brought 14 personas um, with different people with different health conditions and they've told their story. Right. And the story of how physical activity has changed their lives and, you know, and then they can manage their health conditions through physical activity because it either makes them feel better or they've had an improvement within, you know, within themselves, either physically, mentally, socially, because of being physically active. Mm-hmm. What we're doing in Leeds is basically, you know, these are national personas. We want to create our local personas. Yeah. Um, and then how do people find out about that is then we engage with our health and care partners. We engage with, you know, uh, marketing and communications, you know, there's promotions, there's the national campaign. Uh, you're, uh, we are undefeatable as an example for, you know, there's been a heart you know, that's been on TV, very much on Sky Sports. So it's been on a lot of that, um, you know, it's been on, you know, in between uh, you know, adverts at Coronation Street. A bit like what this girl can was, but again, a much smaller population that that will resonate compared to uh, this girl can. If you look around the city at the moment, you'll see um, lots of um, posters around bus shelters with love yourself on. Uh, And I get, yeah, and that's very much high profile. Um, To be fair, Lucy, our marketing uh, uh, campaigns officer, who's brilliant, to be fair to her, um, Mm. but much more creative than me. Um, 
you know, she's she, we we brought um, she's done a lot of filming. Right. Uh, again, we're sending that out through our social media platforms at the moment. There's a minute worth of footage, and it, again, it's very much around that person. You know, what that individual, what 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 does physical activity mean to you? Does it make you feel better? Then do a little bit more of it. Mm. So that's what we do with regarding getting people to understand. You know understand what, what we do in, you know, and, and communicate with people is it's, it's quite very targeted mm -hmm. we use lots of insight and research um again sometimes we link with national sometimes we look regional or we create our own depending on the population and yeah. then yeah we, we test it <laughs> and let's see you know do we get more yeah. people active fabulous yeah. sounds great so how do you so do you see a difference so where you're engaging with different community groups to to uh to get people to attend or i don't know if attend's the right word but to engage with the leeds girl can campaign for example do you see a difference in uh i don't know activation between uh different parts of the city and how do you and if you do see that how do you go about i don't know tailoring your offer to meet the needs of those different communities yeah so um I've got a, a, a good example, actually, to be fair with this. So obviously, you know, obviously that the, there's a there's a big health inequalities gap in Leeds, isn't there? And I'll, yeah. I'll take Weatherby yeah. as the area that, you know, we probably work least in. Mm -hmm. um, it's a town on its own. Um, it's very affluent. Um, or some, most of it's very affluent anyway. And, you know, we don't really do that much engagement around there apart from things like venues. You know, we might use it, uh, places like Harewood House, for example, as uh, you know, to run things. Yeah. Uh, the community run a lot of their own. So they will utilise something like this, you know, Leeds Girls Cam. It would be uh, our partners that would, would work in those areas and, yeah. and really engage with people. So, you know, there's, you know, it, it, it's just that happens organically. We just mm -hmm. facilitate a lot of that. Um, certainly from, you know, from our perspective, um, we speak to partners, but most people are digitally included. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they've got preferences, um, you know, and the population in generally is older in, in, in Weatherby. So, again, the activities that they would do would be uh, possibly a bit different to what they would be in the inner city. Sure. Um, so on that program, as an example, very, very recently, we've worked with Barker mm -hmm. um, and uh, a, a group in Little London. Yeah. A female predominant uh, female group. Uh, we brought in a Naz, who's the coach, who's done pop up Pilates okay. on a piece of grass <laughs> by the side of a one of the blocks within yeah. Little London. And she gets, you know, a dozen people through, you know, that. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's run very organically. We, um, you know, our activator Libby had to, you know, had to bring people together. Then Barker brought had to bring their expertise in to make sure that there was a lot of confidence within the local community to be able to deliver that. Um, I was involved with making sure that, you know, I was in were involved. So the piece of grass that we were <laughs> we were actually doing our activities on, you know, was safe and, you know, it, sure. it, you know and a council, you know let us actually be active on that piece of land yeah. um but yeah you know it that wouldn't have happened organically people wouldn't have done that people wouldn't know where to start potentially if they did know where to start um you know they, they were scared in case they were doing something wrong okay. um there's that um very much the people that have engaged with that enjoy it they like it 
you know, it's not particularly, you know, over, you know, it's not something that's massive, you know, there's lots of exertion involved. It's weather dependent because there's yeah, no, I was just again, say that. yeah, it's outdoors because of COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, the insight that we've had to get to bring that group together has had to go through probably four or five different officers mm-hmm. to get to that stage where we've got 12 people, you know, active, feeling a bit better about themselves. It had to, you know, it had to be organised around school pickup times. Yeah. Uh, we needed a buggy park, a bit of a buggy park, because there's some point, again, you know, yeah. there's there's children involved. So it, 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 it's not one of your formal sessions. It's yeah. much more fluid than that. Um, yeah. And certainly from, you know, from our point of view, how that would, you know, how that works compared to whether it be is just chalk and cheese. Mm-hmm. And how, so do you, do you, so there's a thing about if you can't see it, you can't be it. So how does having an outdoor, sem, you know, kind of semi-casual Pilates session in Little London, what's the, what's the feedback from the community? Are you getting more people sort of having a peek around the, the corner of the building going, oh, that looks interesting. And are you, are you gradually seeing more people being a bit more interested and getting involved you know how yeah. does it how does it grow organic yeah i suppose for us it's about community connectors so this is where barker comes in and this is where we support you know the better the better together partners and things is you know very much they they'll have pulled uh, they pulled the group together initially mm-hmm. they're tr- they're a trusted community organization they'll have a they've got one community connector so that's a person that brings that together local facebook group something like that yeah um and the and and again from that from from the idea that idea is basically we would promote that through our channels, but that's more about understanding the impacts to potentially for other people in other areas of the city to get involved. Where locally that would go through the local residence groups, we they would tell their friends. You know, it started off with six people, it's ended up twelve, so it's doubled. Brilliant. You know, how much how many more people actually can that piece of land take? We don't know. Yeah. But you know, in winter we might then and when we're allowed with restrictions, we might move into the local community centre. Yeah. You know, to make that sustainable, we might charge a pound, for example, towards the cost of the instructor, which currently we're, you know, we're absorbing that. Yeah. Um, but the health benefits in that area for those people, it w- massively outweighs, mm-hmm. you know, what the cost would be for that instructor. And if you think about, you know, the instructor's getting paid something like £25 an hour, you know, um, everyone, charge, you know, the, the, usually the venues are for free. You get 12 people, you know, you just half you know yeah. what, how much funding's needed for that but then you've got you know you've got an active parent the kids might get more active you know you've got you know that whole idea of the, you know mental well-being and being outdoors and being more confident that links to a lot of the other things for example that Barker want to do in that area which is around you know getting people back into work potentially you know as I say physical activity for us is that gateway behavior you know yeah. then again it might you know just give people that little bit of extra confidence to go out and do something else it brings people together socially you know there's those 12 people i don't know if those 12 people have all spoken to each other beforehand that's true but if you think about community cohesion you think about then you know how that then might then snowball into something else you know um again you know just having that whole idea and sense that people are part of something a little bit bigger and how do they get involved in that well that could be as simple as a you know rocking up to a pilates class on a piece of grass in the middle of little london you know it you know it's amazing from these small steps how things can grow 
Absolutely, absolutely. And so how do you know, you know, how, yeah, how do you know that you're, you're improving the lives of these people? Are you, are you getting feedback from them? You know, what's yeah. your mechanism for evaluation? So we very, um, I could give you the swim webs and, you know, we can do all the, you know, the, the measuring and monitoring that we have to do for, you know, our commissions or, you know, us as a organization and things. And that, that's fine. And yeah, and there's, there's always an improvement in those, but that for me is only half the story. It is about, um, you know, having that more in-depth conversation with people and understanding their background and how, you know, how they've come to that point. Um, you know, really putting that case study together for people. So very much, you know, um, qualitative um, approach, um, you know, and looking at that person's journey. Yeah. And, you know, if we're looking at that person and what I try and fit that into just to, to again, to understand where people are at, and then how things are different is I we use the life course approach. Mm -hmm. So it's about these different points within um, a person's life where, you know, they need resilience to keep active because yeah. of whatever ever their life changes is. And if we can, you know, the activity might change, the, the volume might change. OK. Um, and actually, to be fair, the individual might be in a completely different place. But if we can show that that person can still keep moving during, you know, those life changes, big, big tick, you know, for us. Um, we obviously want to know that impact on that person individually or on the group individually. Um, so, so that's how, you know, we've got all sorts of different measures and metrics that we can we can use. But um, I'm going to, you know, the biggest way that I know that we're making a difference is one if if something isn't on okay the amount of complaints that we get or the amount of moans yeah um and certainly in in during covid um uh, my team contacted you know everyone that they were engaged with over that there was there's over two there was over two thousand people so it was again a lot of contact and everything else um just to have a conversation with people just to say again you know where where things like resources and things were yeah and the amount of emails that we got through the the comments that we got through from people about you know you've made my day you've made me you know you made me do something that I didn't think I could do um you know I wasn't you know I, I didn't you made me feel better yeah. that for me is you know again the reason why I get out in the morning is because we make people's lives better we're not here yeah. to make people's lives worse we're here to you know we you know for us it's very much about that whole I know it's personal it's personalized to a, to a lot of individuals but you know, people can do this for themselves. Yeah. If we can just get them to do a little bit more, yeah. you know, brilliant. You know. And you're you it feels like you're actually enabling them and giving them the confidence to actually then give you that feedback that they they could have not not contacted you at all, but they've they've gone out of their way to say thank you. Yeah. This I mean, is the impact. That's really great. Yeah. And um, I, I, we, we do long term we, when we do long term follow up, so anything sort of more than a, a month after we've actually finished the intervention or whatever we do send out surveys to people usually through text and emails and you know um, where we know that people are obviously not got it things we bring them up yeah. and we get a very very high return okay. rate that's which good. always says to me that people value what you do absolutely okay? And, you know, that's where we get a lot of the good, you know, the comments about the team on an individual level, you know, and I've got a great team around me, um, comments about, you know, you know really, why, why, we, why we're doing what we're doing. Um, 
So yeah. And I guess that's a an improvement cycle there. You're getting the feedback and you're able to to improve and tweak your product to different parts of the city all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And it yeah, and be uh, we we deliver I'll take the strength and balance program as an example. The strength and balance program um that we delivered um we delivered in a church in Beeston. Okay. Um and for example, one we were delivered with Army Helping Hands were very small numbers of people, very frail and older adults, very young compared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where, compared to what we do in some of the suburbs, of which you know you're looking at people, you know, 80s, 90s, you know, engaging with them again. Um, motivations are very different. Outcomes are different. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, and you just have a look. It's the same exercises in the same order sometimes. Yeah. But actually, how they are delivered and how people you know, respond to that, it can be completely different. Right. You know, as I say, what what in the inner in the inner city, we are dealing with people in late fifties, early sixties, yeah. out in some of the you know, especially in the Weatherby area and out in some of the suburbs, we're dealing with people that's in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. and I think that proves the health inequalities across the city. That's something that we visually see. Yeah. Those programs, while well, follow the same syllabus, just delivered in a completely different way yeah yeah so you, yes that that sort of inequality of the difference in kind of life expectancy between you know hair hills and and scarcroft it's about 10 years just on you know literally on one bus journey it's it's pretty stark and and you're seeing that in your in your programs and 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 hopefully addressing that and and, and giving those people that better mental well-being so that's that's fantastic um what else can we talk about let's talk about how you how did you find uh the local care partnership so this is about you know coming together around a population and, and collaborating and and being an asset to a community um what's your experience of working with with local care partnerships so the way that i got in into working with local care partnerships was very much around the population health management the it was probably the second phase that yeah. i was involved in yeah. um and at the, that time we were doing a um, pilot program for the strength and balance um, with a commissioner and the commissioner uh, you know basically said come to some of these groups come and meet some people which we knew a lot of people there already you know the trusted community organizations and things you know um but the difference was with this one, it had support mechanisms through the, the team that obviously support the local care partnerships. Yeah. But I think it was the first time that I'd written, you know, that, and we'd always realised through Active Leads that there was a big difference between Weatherby and, and you know, and, you know, and, and outer and out areas compared to the inner city. Mm. But this actually took things like one step further. So the data and the information that was very much driven. It was then the way that, that was put, obviously put to us was, you know, how, you had some outliers as well. How do you come up with that solution? What assets have we got within our communities? And again, I say on different partnerships, so very much different assets in different communities. Yeah. Um, and how can we get to where we want to get to? Um, you know, and that came from there really. Um, you know, and from from my point of view, I ended up sitting on, you know, at one point, probably most of them. Um <laughs> because that was the only person with an active lead with that sort of remit. Yeah. Um, and now we've started to, you know, we've started to evol evolve that. So again, some of our, um, we've got a localities team that work 
around the uh, 10% most deprived. So we've have now got offices on, for example, in some of the some of the deprived area um, LCPs, and they work with that very much. You know, bringing people together around physical activity. Um, but I sit on, you know, depends on the ones that really want to build physical activity into their interventions and things. And the other, you know, there are some LCPs that have that already. So, yeah. you know, we're just, we're just, again, we're just enabling people to come together. Yeah. Um, with regarding, you know, and I'll take an example of um, Crossgates, mm-hmm. um, which I'm involved in, um, you know, very much they're, you know, moderately frail. Polypharmacy came up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I've and, and from that I've spoke at you know, I've spoke to the um, pharmacist team, mm-hmm. And just to say, you know, um, to polypharm yeah. for people that don't know what polypharmacy is, it's people on multiple um, prescription drugs, basically, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't know what that was either. To be <laughs> fair, to start with, I was like, "What's all this about?" Yeah. Um, but then it opens up that conversation with, with the pharmacists. They can be our eyes and ears because they're yeah. engaging people at that front end. You know, have people thought about things in different ways? Yes, they have. Um, you know, and I just think, you know, that's that's mobilised. We, we're testing some activity dials with members mm-hmm. of that group at the moment. Yeah. And I trained some staff on Monday around that. And, you know, it's just, you know, that's how we can embed physical activity. It doesn't have to be, you know, here's the beautiful gym. Here's go, go play sport. It's actually, you know. While you're having a conversation with someone, you know, do you want to be a bit, do you want to move more? Well, yeah, I've thought about that. Well, you know, here's some ideas about moving more. Take this down with you. If you, if you need some help, you know, come back to us. Or actually, there's some information on there. So creating these things like brief interventions. Yeah. Having the conversation with people is so important. And, yeah. you know, we know that GPs, for example, at the moment with everything else, they're a snowed under. So actually for us, while we'd love to get GPs on board and everything else, the reality under COVID is it's not going to happen. But, you know, the support workers that they've got, other partners around the table, all singing from the same hymn sheet, all understanding what is going on in the community, you know, is one for me, you know, you're pooling resources rather than just, you know, duplicating each other. Um, And secondly, you know, the voice is one. you know, and I think that, you know, especially when, you know, we delve a little bit deeper, when campaigns and, you know, uh, interventions start to emerge more from the partnerships, um, I can see that being really important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So kind of thinking about, you know, working with local care partnerships, getting the voice of the people, you know, that local offer for local people will be different where people live that coming together and pooling resources and and being that sort of trusted community asset all all arranged around people that live in in a particular neighborhood yeah it's um and that is that is the beauty of a local care partnership um way of working good i'm i am i am pleased that you see the benefits of them um yeah because i do as well and uh, and i think they're only going to get much much more stronger as, as we go along um so i think we'll we'll come to the end of our podcast but as i always like to do i always offer our guests the opportunity to ask our listeners uh, a big question at the end of the podcast so martin what is your big question to our lead system or the the wider system or any of our listeners so 
there's numerous amounts of research about physical activity being the silver bullet for health, you know, preventing and managing health. However, will a health services ever invest long term resources into physical activity as they do into pharmaceuticals? Mm. Because, you know, for me, you know, sell, you know, being able to self manage rather than take a pill with certain side effects, potentially, you know, yeah. for me, it's a, it's a no brainer. But, you know, the volume of, you know, we're under very tight, tight financial pressures as the local authority and as a system at the moment. And, and everyone is, to be fair. But, you know, for me, the step change is actually and, it, and it's not um, it's, it's 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 integration of those services, I, I think, would probably be best. OK, yeah. um, you know, and how actually can we actually come together? So there's a long lot. We're looking at this long term. We're looking at this as you know, something that's a, f a front and centre. Yeah. The first thing that's on people's lips is, oh, you, you know, you know, to manage yourself. Oh, have you thought about being more active? Have you thought about moving more? You know, for me, it comes off my tongue very, very easily. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, competing pressures, it doesn't with everyone. Um, yeah. I agree. And I suppose it's that public perception that when you're feeling a little bit under the weather, your first your first thought is I need to go and see a GP uh, and I want to I want to come out of that GP consultation with a piece of paper with something on it that will fix me and actually that's not always the best uh, longer term solution to that problem where physical activity might be that that difference yeah good question thank you yeah. right we shall wrap it up there so uh, again, thank you, Martin, from from Active Leads. It's been some really, really interesting stuff there around um, physical activity and sort of, yeah, the proactive approach to, to physical activity and I suppose improving uh, the mental well-being of, of the people of Leeds through, through, through moving more. Um, so thank you very much and uh, have a good afternoon. Yeah, thank you. It's been good. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You have already found it, but please do like, subscribe and share. The podcast is available on a range of platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music and Google Podcasts. You might like to take a look at some of the stuff that local care partnerships are already involved with on the webpage www.inspiringchangeleads.org forward slash local hyphen care hyphen partnerships. Thank you.